0: this episode of ear buddies is brought to you by the drew barrymore show which is no longer returning to daytime television uh until the hollywood writers strike has reached its conclusion it was coming back but now it's not but we're still talking about it it's drew barrymore and her show the drew barrymore show (laughs) pretty when I cry and I'm an underappreciated producer in my 40s (laughs) and this is ear buddies hello my big dude (laughs) hey little guy is that is that a new my my big old pal man yeah hey hey you know the the crisp autumn air that I know you and I are both enjoying right now. Um, signals so many things, right? It, what does it signal in the world? Harvest. Yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> definitely harvest. Um, Bounty. The Super Bowl. This,
0: <laughs> yeah. Football's back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, tailgating, homecoming, you know? Back to school shopping. Back to school, new love, old love. And a return of earbuddies. That's see, that's my newest association with the crisp autumn air. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. I think, yeah, it's, it's seeping
1: into the culture now. I
0: think so. Yeah, definitely. We have to do this though, Matt. We, we, um, you know, we, we go into our little summer hibernation and we dally about our lives and we do our, do our own little things. But then, you know, a pop starlet drops a huge album on us. This happens every fall now, and we're trying to enjoy (laughs) our rest. And last year, it was uh, Midnights by Taylor Swift. And now we are, you know, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. It's Olivia Rodrigo, and she's back with her second album, Guts.
2: I am as a feather and as stiff as a board. I pay attention to things that most people ignore. and
0: and, and what can what can two buddies do Matt except get <sighs> pull their mics out of their closets and <laughs> drop some takes that's what we're doing here today we're back well its yeah it's impossible
1: not to it would be irresponsible mm-hmm. of us as Elite prestige podcasters to let this one pass. I mean, this is this is just—it's just too good, you know. I mean, I mean Matt, podcasting
0: with you tonight—it's a bad idea, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go on.
1: I don't know what I was saying, Tim. I—I I, I said it's too good. It's just the 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 discourse, the content, the tunes uh-huh. themselves, whatever. It's all just too good to ignore, and so, like two sleepy bears woken up by a family of campers, we we waddle on out of our caves, and and uh, we gotta we gotta talk about Olivia Rodrigo.
0: I think the first thing we should talk about, pal, is um, the thing that every. Uh, every hungry bear online has been talking about lately, which is we're in our 30s and we're enjoying this high schooler music. That's so embarrassing, right? Is is, is that how you feel, Tim? No, of course not, dude. Okay, I think is, good. I know, Matt, already, but I'm, I'm teeing you up to to put it on the record. But Please. I know you are you are fed up I... with,
1: with this. I am fed up, Tim. I. <laughs> I am so sick of this, and th- this matter needs to be put to rest immediately. Speak on it, bro. Here's what's happening. Okay. Our, the Ear Buddies Army is, is vast and uh, <laughs> encompasses, I think, every possible demographic. So yeah, it's, it's surely, essentially, it, it's a military industrial complex at this <laughs> point. Yes. It's unbelievable. And, and so, you know, the Zoomers and and Generation Alpha, the little guys, I know they all listen. They won't really understand what we're talking about here because, mm-hmm. you know, this, this type of music is sort of, if I may, for them. Okay, yeah. so does that mean, then, that it is not for uh, us millennials? That's mm-hmm. what everyone, Tim, I see... I see so many uh, wry, sort of self-deprecating, getting-ahead-of-it tweets and and posts and whatever the heck. Yeah, dude. Steve Buscemi with the skateboard, right. That's right. Exactly. How do you do, fellow kids? It's like, I'm 37, but I'm loving the new Olivia. Sue me. It's like, guys... We need to we cannot be giving any time of day to that kind of uh, spinelessness, spinelessness. Yes. What what do you think what do you think you are accomplishing by, you know, what it is yourself?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a degree of insecurity, Matt, that I think it's time we, we all we all start. Uh, exercising that demon, it's yes. Enough of it's. It's good. It's great that you love this stuff. Doesn't matter if you're if you are seventy five years old. I don't care. Art is for all of us, right? <laughs> right.
1: Right. Are we like? Surely the rules are not. Uh, stay in your lane when you're consuming. Art and and music specifically here, right? Like, right. I, if, what do you? I mean, you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of of backpedaling and uh, mm-hmm. self facing um, sort of conversations because you, you know, here's your guilty pleasure or, you know, it's crazy that you're 60 years old but you still like the new song that just came out by this band and everyone's in their 20s. That's going to yeah. happen if you do a good job of listening to music in your life. That's so, exactly right. I mean, I uh, mean, <laughs> my my grandparents didn't just listen to Glenn Miller and Count Basie and then say oh man I can't believe that I would like something else other than this that's ridiculous I don't I say this a lot but mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear any of this anymore. You, it's a, Tim, you nailed it. It's a, it's a level of insecurity
0: that, frankly, I can't... Um, you're super secure, right? We, I'm extremely secure. Yeah, and that's why but, you're a general in the army. Like, yes. obviously, I think we could all... Because here's the thing, gang. If you are uh, 32, let's say, or 33, and loving Olivia and feeling like you're not supposed to, folks it's only gonna get worse you've got a lot of, right. a lot of runway ahead of you still and <laughs> there's there's gonna be a lot more music coming out that the kids make um don't deprive yourself of the joy that you clearly feel listening yes. to this stuff it's so foolish it's so foolish it's a it's a
1: postmodern problem and I That's and right. I don't think we need this one along with everything else come on
2: Once so I got it. Did it so it's done, another thing I ruined, I used to do for fun, another piece of plastic I could just throw away, another conversation with nothing good to say.
0: The reason I am loving Guts by Olivia Rodrigo is I feel that she is presenting us with another way forward mm. In in so many ways. You and I are, are most equipped, I think, to, to talk about the tunes, of course. And so we should we should do that first. When I say Olivia is offering us another way, I'm saying um, this is a smash success uh, sophomore effort from a 20-year-old rising star that is, and Matt, I mean, see, you told us so, that is like, it's a Go-Go's rock album. Mm. This
2: is there's
0: some there is some rock and roll uh, music in here, and <laughs> <laughs> I am thrilled about it. I am thrilled that that pop music can still be uh, this that it isn't just sub-synths and sub-kicks and lo-fi, uh, trap beats and, s- like, that they're, Olivia is offering us, and I, and Olivia, and frankly, her producer Dan Nigro, making a, uh, victorious return for uh, their second collaboration, uh, they are, they are expanding the pop range for all of us, and that is... Oh, such a gift, don't you think? I do. And, Tim, and, um, I know that I'm right about everything,
1: but just to <laughs> say one more thing that I, and, you know, by extension you, have also been very right about mm-hmm. constantly every time mm-hmm. we, we talk about it, is, uh, you know, we're not worried about um, long term, right? We're not worried about the the trends kind of staying in the doldrums because things come back around, right? They do. And, they do. And Olivia is absolutely on the vanguard of bringing this type of, you know, Weezer and uh, mm-hmm. Green Day and Blondie and the Go-Go's and the Cure. She's, that's, it's time for that again. And yes. I am thrilled. But what's, you know, what's also, of course, great is that it's not the exact same thing again. It's a it's a new twist on an old classic. Thank and, you. Uh, and it's delightful and... Because of the success of, uh, well, this album in particular, but also Sour, like, uh, mm-hmm. that bodes very well, I think, for the immediate future of popular music.
0: What I'm so jazzed about with Olivia. And I shouldn't be surprised she was the breakout star of high school, the musical, the musical, the series on Disney plus, but this is this is um rock and roll infused pop performed by a thespian, mm. performed by a theater kid <laughs> oh, man, a drama yes. major man, at every turn she is like. You know she's earning both a grammy and a tony man like she uh let's take vampire for instance the debut single
2: and every girl i ever talked to told me you were bad bad news you called them crazy god i hate the way i called them crazy too you're so convincing i do lie without flinching i'm mesmerizing paralyzing fucked up little thrill can't figure out just No better I've made some real big mistakes
0: She is delivering these rapid-fire lyrics in such a fun way I'm, I, I'm having a hard time articulating it, but Matt, you know what I mean Like, this is no. this is a theater kid's performance Buddy, I, I mean, I it's, do. it's performed on the stage I know what you mean And,
1: hey, I might as well take this opportunity uh, to say that what you mean is kind of like she's kind of like Meatloaf the artist Meatloaf <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that not what you mean? Matt that's that's what I mean it yes it's a performative flair uh, that I that yeah it's it's Meatloaf-esque isn't it?
1: Yeah, and and I think you know, I know <laughs> that we w- were absolutely the first people in the world. Yeah, um, we're on the record to to say that. Yeah. But that's uh, you're. I think you're exactly right because there's there's definitely. I mean, she's 20 years old, right? Yeah, there right. is a lot of emotion. Yes, there are a lot of words, right? Yes, to convey that emotion. There's mm-hmm. a lot of. Uh, There's a lot of heart being poured out, a lot of pain, uh, you know, and maybe, Tim, we, you and I, and maybe a lot of the Army, we don't necessarily – let me do that again – we don't necessarily relate to – well, anymore to the, that exact type of pain, we've been Certainly. through it. We're 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 okay now. Yeah, but, right. we're, but we're 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 sleepy bears now, <laughs> right? But we still. I mean, you can still very much get it and feel it. Uh, and the reason you know I s- say meatloaf uh, correctly because that's it's such a uh, dramatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are many sonic elements, right? Like the piano and the and the right. um, you know, the rock and roll aspects, and even like uh, people talk about the messiness of these yes. songs in a in a positive way, which I agree with. Yep. Um, it's like they are messy in that like structurally they're they're sort of all over the place in a way that just a, a clean sort of 2010 style pop song could never be, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and. And she, she and, uh, and her producer, Dan, are really experimenting with the form in that sense, keeping it theatrical, keeping it just a heck of a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just, a, it's just a great shot in the arm for those of us who, are, who just last year were trying to find
0: the will to go on. The pre-chorus of Bad Idea Right uh the way the way she builds this up it's high school theater it's brilliant
2: seeing you, tonight, it's idea, right? seeing you tonight it's a bad idea right seeing you tonight it's a bad idea right seeing you tonight it's a bad idea right seeing you tonight fuck it it's fine
0: and the thing about it right is it's uh it's two important things working in concert it's it is the confidence that she has to to perform it um, in such an in almost silly way right like <laughs> yes yeah. it's like a it's like a camera on a crane going through a high school hall i mean it's yes uh, it uh, but it's made effective and dare i say powerful by the production around it having an actual drum kit here man and a and a big thick bass guitar thumping along grody guitar solos all over the place it is it is messy um, it 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 feels organic in a way that um, so much um, Antonoffian pop these days mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess just doesn't mm-hmm. have the guts to, to be oh the guts yeah okay see what I'm saying uh, yeah, that's very good. No, I, I think again, there's some courage here, is what I'm saying. Yes, no. I think that I think that it's oh. it's it's clever and it's cool, but it's also a little bit brave, buddy. Okay, I'm very
1: glad you said that because another thing that is a very Olivia branded now is that aesthetic that I think can correctly be interpreted as brave. Um, and it, it may not be because it may just be that she's 20 and that, and her taste is yeah. like what it is. Because yeah, yeah. for example, you know what, let me, her, uh, I don't know if you've seen like, or how much of the sort of Olivia tour posters or album art or whatever you've seen. But it's, it's kind of funny to me because mm-hmm. it does not really look that good. No, you know what I mean. It doesn't really look that professional. Uh, her tour poster is like black with like purple and pink, like MySpace Hot Topic stars all over it, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And and it's it seems almost like DIY stuff, and it yeah. is it it is a little bit because this whole thing uh, was. Dan Nigro and Olivia Rodrigo, right? She, this wasn't pop by committee. They're just no, writing right. these, writing these tunes, uh, and and again, I don't know if she realizes that it's sort of brave, but I love that that she's coming on the scene, just sort of uh, making a mess of things because she's having fun, and it doesn't need to be uh, perfectly polished, and uh, you know. Approved by, you know, any number of of cultural, you know, critics or whatever. It's just I love that. I think you know, as a as an older as as a person who's older than Olivia, (laughs) it's very possible that we're reading that bravery into it where she yeah uh, doesn't see it and she's just like, well, I'm just having a good time. But it's really it feels it feels courageous, especially when she definitely has seen what's going on with like all the other pop girlies, right? Yes. Like who are yes. not doing that. So yeah, I mean, I, if, I aesthetically, morally, <laughs> it's,
0: it's spiritually, it's all good. <laughs> right. Maybe we're reading a lot into this, but if it's not, if it's not courageous, I think it's at least exploratory in a way that, right. So much uh pop just really isn't right now. And you and I have been vocal on the record about how tired we are of the tight collaboration between Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff and how mm. we, we feel like that orange has been squeezed dry. <laughs> yes. And the day may come, Matt, you know, by album three or four or five, if if Olivia continues to. um work this closely with just kind of the one guy with Dan Nigro. The day may come where we all well where we're saying the same thing about her. Sure. But right now they are displaying together a freshness and I think a disregard, I guess, for um kind of the uh, the mainstream the the pop establishment to To some degree, they don't really feel like they're that concerned with making a big pop album. It just so happens that everybody is on board here. Like, That's yes, a hundred percent. Yep. This album, I love it, and I can't really point to a ton of hooks. Um, yeah, Ugh. it's it's not a very hooky album. No, it's really but it's not. So much fun at every turn. Even the songs that like. Raise eyebrows and like, you know, maybe are not even like very good songs are good.
2: I met a guy in the summer and I left him in the spring. He argued with me about everything. He had an ego and a temper and a wandering eye. He said he's six foot two and I'm like, dude, nice try. But he was so much fun and he is
1: That's exactly right. And I, that's, you know, listening to all of her stuff, I guess, uh... And especially yes this guts more than sour mm-hmm. it's like it really kind of caused me to to take stock of what my like opinion is on, on a good tune yeah. because it's uh you know I love a hook more than anybody loves a hook That's I, right. I just do and and there's nothing better than a perfect hook however this yeah like this album is just kind of a yelly jump around like it's very much not based around you know uh just one perfect singable chorus or melody i mean they i mean there, there are, are like good- three,
0: there are three or four songs on here where the verses are entirely uh, cake style like talk rap <laughs> yes yes
2: disappointed friends everyone knew all of the shit that he do i was the only girl me I was tripping I am um, my father's daughter so maybe I could fix.
0: And yet man, um, I love listening to this stuff and I suspect I suspect in season three of your buddies you and I are gonna talk a lot about the difference between good music and good songs. Mm, I hope so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope so, buddy. It's it's been on it's been on our minds. Yes, lately. Here, Olivia is is challenging us a little bit. Like, what's a good song? Is it just a catchy melody? Is it? I'm I, definitely not. Like, there's a lot more to it, and a lot of it has to do with the heart. And I think the um, forgive me for using the word vibe, but the the whole the whole of the tune. Can be kind of a disaster, and yet the outcome can be extremely listenable.
1: It can really work. Yeah, that's exactly. And you know what? I'm gonna. I know we have we have more to discuss, uh, Mm -hmm. but let me at this point add sort of a a parenthetical, which is that uh, this kind of music, this which is, I guess, I'm gonna say like '90s alt rock basement rock sort of yep. stuff uh, there are a lot of examples of those kinds of songs um, right that are not hooky songs yeah but they they remain like classics and and very much to your point where it's like the the, the whole is much greater than the sum of its parts um, and I also wanted, want to say uh, that what I love about this album and what it's going to do is it's going to educate a lot of people, maybe mm-hmm. even more than Ear Buddies has done, if such a thing be possible, <laughs> about uh, what is and what is not pop punk. Yeah. There's, there's a, a tweet that everybody loves, and it's about a guy who's only ever seen the movie Boss Baby, <laughs> watching a second movie. And he says, getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes from this. Right. And that is a great shorthand for what people, people's relationship to rock music. Because they, yeah. you know, for the last, uh, I don't know, what, 10, 15-ish, roughly, years, mm-hmm. uh, emo, emo and pop punk, Rock like band music rock and roll music has yeah. you know fell off the charts and it hasn't yep. been any of that for a long time so when we hear something like uh <laughs> olivia coming along yeah. it's and we're like oh getting a lot of pop punk vibes from this because mm-hmm. we did not know about like uh liz fair or yeah. Bikini Kill, or whatever, right? Oh, and so, 100%. So I'm very excited to further uh, sort of delineate and figure out, uh, or I guess rediscover, what, yes. what that all is. Because not everything that has... Uh, distorted guitars and fast drums is pop punk in fact most of it is not so I'm glad that she's here to sort of set the record straight and I can't wait to see how that all sort of fractals
0: out into um, mainstream music culture in the next 15 years I adore that point I I also want to just circle back around to this idea of in the the alternative space right which Matt you and I uh, maybe dabble in occasionally but (laughs) It's it's not like we are listening to the indie stations very much sure. or whatever. Um, but in that kind of alt-rock, alt-pop space, there has been a lot of this kind of messy, uh, jangly, uh, noisy, less hooky uh, music that hasn't really gone away. So if you ask yourself, well, why is Olivia able to kind of mimic those characteristics and then also go to number 1 on the billboard charts. I guess I think that it's it's she it it is not just messy. Um and I hope we're not giving that impression when she wants to. Okay, A, her her vocal chops are really good. They're really she's very They're very good. Very very good. And uh whether it's her or it's Dan or it's the two of them in the studio figuring these things out together uh when she wants a hook she can get a hook like there are the the moments where she gets melodic um are really actually I think excellent yes
2: and they got me thinking two plus two equals five and I'm the love of your life because
0: I just think she's got a lot in the tank um, I don't know man I think she's I think she is the people's princess if you will I think she she represents um, yeah let's uh, What? yeah let me let me hear this one what are you <laughs> sure well I've been thinking about this right like Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this, because Matt, the last thing you and I want to do is pit two successful women against each other. Oh, I know what you're going to do. Okay, I'm, it's it's I'm, not something we ever like to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the core tenets of the Earbuddy's Army. Yes, yeah, so we do not. We don't fit. pit women against each other. <laughs> but how? However. <laughs> I am a bit of a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist when it comes to the question of are Olivia and Taylor beefing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe they are, and 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 it could be, a, and and I believe it's a cold war. It's this is not this has not gone hot, but. Matt, you and I were so ticked and exasperated beside ourselves uh, back in, I think it was season one of Ear Buddies, uh, when we were learning of the splits, the, the, the belated splits that were Ugh. coming in terms of credits and royalties on Olivia's first album, going to people like Paramore on mm-hmm. Good For You at 50%. <clears throat> And going to Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff at 50% on Deja Vu. Oh, buddy. An an absolutely absurd place to to set the split. Yes, deeply unethical. Now, I think it was proactive on Olivia's label's part um, to... Uh, you know shield her from the sort of Ed Sheeran uh you know legal troubles that could come down the road so i think it it was a defensive posture from everything i've seen i'm not i'm not 100% convinced though that somebody didn't say someone someone in the taylor camp i'm not saying it was taylor swift herself but uh, you know i i just it's such it is such a tenuous musical connection between those two songs between uh cruel summer by taylor swift and deja vu by olivia rodrigo if you listen to those two (laughs) songs back to back i simply don't see how olivia owes 50 percent of what she makes from that song's success to taylor swift it makes absolutely no sense That all came about at a time when, um, prior, just prior, Olivia and Taylor were, like, being buds on social media, right? Mm-hmm. And how. And ever since that split situation was, uh, resolved, they are not visibly buds. Taylor's taken Sabrina Carpenter on tour to open for her. I mean, hey, go listen to our first Olivia app for the kayfabe to know about on that front (laughs) um there's just there are enough little whispers here that i feel in my bones that that olivia is the anti taylor swift in some ways i and we've we've identified it musically i think even sort of as a person um she is what? She's 12 or 13 years younger than Taylor, right? She's the mm-hmm. she is the vanguard of what's to come. She's And brunette. she is doing things Taylor's blonde. That's true, man. <laughs> no, sorry. I didn't Please continue. You were on you're on a great a great track here. Olivia is the herald of the future in pop music. And uh and she's doing things in a different way. She is grumpy and she's theatrical and she loves rock and roll it it is very clear taylor is um everything is is manicured to perfection on her records and i just i am i am identifying olivia as sort of the the champion for the people for for all of us to just say it doesn't have to be so Polished. Everything yes. doesn't need to be this way. Let's make music fun again. She offers us another way to uh, to enjoy pop music and to um, to just be, you know. And that's, I think, also why I'm so annoyed, like you, with people who are embarrassed to like Olivia. No, you should be pounding the table for her. She's great. She's doing great stuff, and you're cool for liking it. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. Uh, well stated. That
1: was, was that pre-written, Tim, or was that just from the heart? Man, that was from the heart, man. Yeah. Well, look, I, of that's course. Pod- that's podcasting, <laughs> buddy. I agree with you. I think, uh, and again, you know, it's not really even about, the point is not to pit two women against each other. They may have no. done that themselves already. I don't know, right? Yeah, who, uh, who knows? It doesn't matter.
0: It do- no, it, yeah, it doesn't matter It's like, Olivia, I mean uh... And I think, I'm, you know what, I'm being unfair by just, like, singling out Taylor So much pop is just, like, very much like Taylor uh, Like I said, it's, it's carefully constructed, like, in a lab to, to be enjoyable and, like, rise up the algorithm and stuff And I just don't think Olivia has that stuff in mind And I respect the hell out of that
1: man i mean i think you're exactly right and i hope that that just continues with olivia like personally but also bleeds over into the ethos just in general right because that like that feels that feels a lot better than sort of the corporate sheen over so much stuff you know that we've been uh
0: We've been subject to well heck buddy, talk about finding the will to go on. I mean never never been better. This is good well, it's, ex- it's exciting. It's nice to have something <laughs> It is it is nice to have something. And it's nice to be on the mic with my pal my big buddy. <laughs> my Ursa major <laughs> Old big bear <laughs> Ear buddies. We'll continue in a moment.
2: Lacey, oh, Lacey, skin like puff pastry, aren't you the sweetest thing on this side of hell? Dear Angel Lacey, eyes white as daisy.
0: This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by the Drew Barrymore Show. Matt, hey Tim, I have been so eagerly anticipating the return of my favorite daytime television program, The Drew Barrymore Show. Um, <sighs> but uh, well, Matt, that it's uh, it's not coming back. That uh, did you did you get this news? Yeah, Tim for a, for a moment. Um
1: I thought that despite it all, that show would in fact be returning. And of course, I, like so mm-hmm. many of us, I was so excited because I love. Have you, have you you've you're a big Drew Barrymore fan, Tim. You always have been. Is that is that accurate to say? Yeah, I'm a Drew head. I have been for yeah. a long time, yeah. And she's got this new show, or new-ish show, and it's just a breath of fresh air, and she's... Oh, yes, she's, she's
0: so different from the other daytime talk
1: show hosts, yes, right? she's real. She's kind. She's... Going into the audience and and wiping away yes. tears and healing generational traumas left and right every single day. I love to see it. I love yeah, that's television too. to me. Um, but yeah, I, I heard, Tim, uh, unfortunately for us, for the consumer, the American public, that show uh-huh. is on ice for now.
0: Yeah, like so many of my favorite television programs, uh, all because what? Ugh, we're here again, Matt. We're here in the middle of a labor dispute, (laughs) where Ear Buddies so often finds itself during the ad breaks. Uh, Here we have WGA, the Writers Guild of America, Um, picketing, right? They're saying they need uh, fair wages, living wages for the work they do in in crafting our favorite uh, content for various streaming platforms, which... Uh, they allege are not, uh, you know, giving them uh, shrift. And 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 what's the outcome for, for Joe Public, Matt? Well, it means that we have to watch reruns of uh, everything from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. to CSI Miami to, to leave it to Beaver. They're telling us, watch it again. Or I suppose reality television. Uh, such as the hit new program, Buddy Games coming to CBS, uh, which I just i we just can't talk about right now. No, we're not being paid to talk about that, but no, we will be checking paid. it out Now, we are being paid let's let's be clear about this, by Drew Barrymore <laughs> to talk about the Drew Barrymore show, which is not coming back, but we were emailed this ad copy which we are reading from verbatim. We have been this whole time. Um, who wrote this, Matt? I don't know. Was it? Is is it a WGA writer? I doubt it. Yeah, and, one hopes not. Yeah, so is it, was it a scab? And in turn, Matt, are you and I scabbing? What's happening here? Well, have we crossed a picket line? <laughs> It's tough, Tim, isn't it? And 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 <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, it's so tough. It's just so complicated because, on the one hand, obviously we support the rights of workers, writers, uh, actors, yes. the United Auto Workers. Uh, you know, oh yeah, everybody who's trying to get in there and the Oreo people, yeah, the, who, everyone who's 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 making a bit of a fuss to to have a better life. That is great. But... Yes. At what cost? At the cost of me not being able to crack open a cold one and kick back on my couch and turn on the television and watch a new episode of the Drew Barrymore show in the middle of the day? Come on. How is that
0: fair to me? Matt, right. When the new (sighs) Kenneth Branagh film, uh, A Haunting in Venice debuts in theaters and i can't watch kenneth himself sit down across the couch from drew and perhaps shed some tears over some long dormant trauma that she <laughs> she brings up in him yeah. only to only to then see her help him recover from said trauma all within a six minute segment on cbs then what are we even doing here? Why are we even bringing the film to cinema? Like, I don't want to see it if I don't have that deeper connection with the celebrities that I see on the silver screen. And that's what I get from Drew, Mm -hmm. and that's not what I'm getting right now. And so I am am just left with this... This what? This... Just a film to entertain me.
1: Well, yeah, and and, and Tim, it it hasn't been... We haven't had to deal with
0: just... Art in and of itself for so long, you know. <laughs> no, right. I I need, um, I I need podcasts and augmented reality games, and uh, I need crossword puzzles on the back of cereal boxes to uh, to accompany this content.
1: Yes. Well, how else? How else to engage? It is not enough anymore to simply go see a film or or watch a no. television show and and that that can't be it right no that's, your your tummy is not satisfied no, at the end no i i need all of the supporting and surrounding content and that's that's what i like to see on my on my social media feeds i you know just these quick clips of you know in this example drew
0: right drew yeah. doing her thing but Drew gives me an IV drip of celeb content, right, of parasocial content that makes me feel closer to the people that I am uh, admiring on the stage and screen. Yes. Uh, It's just not, it, it just, the world is dull and gray right now, Matt. It's hard. It's hard to enjoy things with these writers on strike. And these actors, yeah,
1: man. You know, it's it's a lot like. I mean, I hearken back, of course, to the Nabisco issue, right? Yeah, it's so yeah. similar because these labor disputes—they're all about the same thing, you know. And and yeah, which is which is uh, <laughs> making my life worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I just wish. Right. Th- I wish these guys could sit down and come to some sort of detente and and figure out how to not put
0: me through that. Hey, gang, come to the table, right? Bob Iger's sitting here at the table and he's checking his watch over and over. Where are they? Where are (laughs) these people? I'm ready to deal. But no, they they don't seem interested in, uh, you know, taking a piecemeal a quality of life upgrade from ultra wealthy CEOs and streaming giants that's not it's not enough It's not enough yeah. for them for some reason <laughs> well, and look look no. I, I don't Man, wanna- I'm looking <laughs> I am looking and i can't find I can't find it this
1: we're talking about drew here, of course specifically, <laughs> and yeah. and drew the thing. Here is that it's been a volatile week for Drew. It's been, it's, it's been tough to be. It's yeah. Drew's having a hard time, and it was a crazy weekend for Drew. It really was, and it makes because sense because on
0: Friday, to be let's let's lay it out. On Friday, um, before you're hearing this, she had doubled down. She got on the socials. She got on her Instagram live video and said, "We're doing this. I've already taped five apps, like." we're 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 going man we're doing this and by sunday she was tearfully apologizing uh deleting those vids and she said never mind forget it we're not coming back um boy what i wouldn't give to um to watch one of those lost eps now will we
1: ever be able to tim do you think <laughs>
0: no probably not legally I'm hoping the bootlegs show up on, you know, some shady websites, though, because I'm checking them out. I want to know, I want to know what Drew is talking about. Minute one, Ep one. It's a shame. <laughs> how's, how's she doing? It's a shame, Tim. It's,
1: I, it, that th- the show, the Drew Barrymore show is mm-hmm. for, I mean, everybody, really, obviously. Well, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like for people like us who have who have developed this, uh, as you said, parasocial relationship with her over decades, mm-hmm. um, and then she disappears. I don't have object permanence. You know, I can't play peekaboo. Where did she go? She's gone. She's out of my life for good. That's what I think right now, and I, I hope that's not true. But
0: I've been I've been burned before. You
1: know. Yeah
0: that's true only to be unburned in those you know because then she's and sometimes, and they show.
1: sometimes they're back yeah
0: and that's the whole yeah, thing with object that's, permanence is you and just that's hard can never too. know right you know people don't consider how hard it is for them to come back too yeah it's it's all jarring it's all very jarring for people like us man <laughs> for now we'll just say drew hang in there it's okay crazy week but you're crazy week drew (laughs) you're doing the right thing i guess (laughs) take a breather go swim in your pool or something um you know eat some walnuts get some get some nut protein that's good for you and uh and just take it easy we'll see you soon we hope it's drew barrymore Welcome back to Ear Buddies. This is not season three. We should be clear, Matt, that this is a special edition of Ear Buddies. Uh, It's great to be back with you. I'm really jazzed about it, but uh, we will continue with Never Missing Mondays in in full, in earnest, uh, come October. So yeah, just wanted to put that
1: out. There. Did we did we even mention that yet, or is everyone all excited, thinking that this is the pilot episode of season three? I think we. Yeah, I don't think we actually clarified that up top. Okay, so. well, yes, now is the time. Uh, thank you, Tim. You are correct. Of course, um, this yeah, this episode is just a special one about mm-hmm. Olivia because we simply can't we can't not you know, uh, but we're That's not it. we're not going to get caught flat footed. Um, this season, never again. No, no. Um, we're going to go back into the the lab and uh, tinker a little more, and make sure we know just what we're doing when we come back in October for
0: real. For now, it's time for another edition of Circling Back. In this recurring segment of Ear Buddies, Matt and I circle back to a prior topic, uh, just to kind of see how things are going there. It's not necessarily sort of a a see-I-told-you-so situation where we were right and the world was wrong, Um, but there are new developments in a prior topic that that must go addressed by the Buddies. Well, do tell. Well, listen... I don't know if you noticed as you were listening to Olivia Rodrigo's sophomore effort Guts but the sucker's only 12 songs long. It's 39 minutes. Did you notice that? I did notice that. Okay, Matt, you and I have um spent some time on Mike uh praising the short album or,
1: or at least at least um uh damning the
0: long, long triple album. Yes, yes, right. Chafing against it in a in a big way. We're yes. looking at you, Morgan Wallen. Thirty six songs is too many for one album. That is correct. But now, and I think I think everybody pretty much accepts that still. But Matt, is twelve songs not enough, <sighs> buddy? Here
1: is the thing: twelve songs is essentially perfect for an album between yep. 10 and
0: 13 14 is pushing it Fourteen's pushing it i was going to say i was i'd set my upper limit at 14 yeah yep she's right in the
1: sweet spot um and it's a it's a nice crisp clean you know coherent listen from yep. a to z uh 39 minutes you know you we see that and there and there has, there has been some discussion hasn't there Tim there's been well people have stuff to say about oh this is this is
0: way too short of an album buddy yeah some uh, some viral threads uh, and some even some articles by people suggesting that she's holding out on us in some way Um you know some general complaints about only 39 minutes of music um but but what i would even argue is worse matt because it's good to leave your fans wanting more right and so you could say well sure yeah maybe she probably could have released more right but (laughs) the the discussion i can't abide is um folks out here saying that this is a symptom of TikTok's influence on music? Oh, buddy. May I? Yeah, uh-huh. Go right ahead.
1: That, I've heard, I've heard so many dumb things uh, in my life, <laughs> and especially as my, you know, my life as a scholar and a real musician. Uh, that <laughs> is one of the dumbest. If, uh, on, the, on, the, on the contrary, Tim, And to the Uh army at large. Uh, A 36-song album, that is a symptom of TikTok. That is a yes. symptom of uh trying to throw everything at everything and and hope that something sticks, right? That Preach. you know yes. a, a sped up version and uh you know you, you can double the length of your album simply by tiktokifying it and by that I mean make every song, you know, twice the speed. That mm-hmm. is that is TikTok. Um so many classic albums before we even had like uh, cell phones, probably, uh, <laughs> were around 39 minutes. Like, yeah. that has nothing to do, that has nothing to do with it, because all of these songs are, like, in general, a normal, right, uh, whatever that means, like, pop music song yeah. length. And, right. and, I, I, what, what do you think? Yeah,
0: <sighs> it, it's, Go ahead. I, I just hate to even consider a 39-minute a album um, like a relic of a bygone era, which I, I actually kind of think is true, um, because you have guys like Morgan Wallen and, and say, Drake, who like just somehow managed to put 20 songs on like every single release and and there, you know you do it because the more volume you dump onto the internet the more stream total streams you get the more money you get like it all makes sense it all makes sense um, and so in a way you do look at you do look at guts and say I I'm actually shocked in a way that uh, Olivia and geffen records and everybody had the restraint to to say yeah you can just do 12 songs and hey some of those songs can be close to four minutes long even like uh that doesn't happen very often anymore either actually um so things are things are trending the wrong way um but it's just silly i guess to to say like a shorter album is somehow like evidence that that TikTok has changed our listening habits. TikTok has changed our listening habits, yes, but, but not in this way. That is not at all a
1: evidence of or a symptom of it, agreed.
0: Anyway, this remains the the perfect amount of music to release. Buddy, let me just let me just rattle off a few other 40-minute or less albums. Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. So and I know it. Yeah, buddy. Like we, you don't need you don't need an hour and a half of music to do something good. No,
1: man, that's that that is just upsetting because like those three albums, and there are many many more, are all timers by any metric, and yes. and it's because in general they tend to be you know all killer no filler and yeah man and you can pad an album as much as you want uh with garbage and a lot of people love to do that especially Mm -hmm. now but why not just uh give us the good stuff and then release another one later do another one later that's how you do albums it's not that hard
0: yeah just give right at first, just give me a quick, just give me a sweet little album, you know. Any, everybody, just give it, just give me the the sweet little one first. <laughs> that's all I want. I don't want your bonus tracks. I don't want your bonus tracks, Matt. If it was, if it was a good track, it wouldn't be a bonus. Yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> all right, we're we're getting upset. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Let's let's call it right there huh
1: yeah I think I think that's best I think we've said all kinds of brilliant things as usual (laughs) um, and there's no need to sort of work ourselves into a lather here in the final moments of our
0: acclaimed podcast (laughs) Uh, season three coming in October that's right. talk to you later buddy talk to you later buddy